I want you to look at verse 18. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I want to talk to you for a little while from this thought. Irregardless what has happened, I'm not done with you yet. Let us all pray. to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's, it's okay, you can just do it. It's just, just say Internet Airwaves. It sounds really cool. Alright. Sorry, I'm just... Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, your host, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. I am your host, Mark Scalia, as the wonderful voiceover artist just explained to you. Uh, hey, I am in a good mood. Oh my God, am I in a good mood? Oh, I. Uh, oh, you know, in, I'm such a good mood, and I got to tell you, uh, I am not going to waste a moment of time except to just tell you i'm not gonna waste a moment of time but what do you say ladies and gentlemen we started right off with the happening now monologue everything that happens now is happening now what happened to then that's the when just now we're it now now go back to then now 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 i can't why we missed it when just now when will then be now soon soon there we go (laughs) I redid that. I was not happy with the other one, so I just redid this one because I got tons of time. Um, but welcome to the Happening Now monologue where I kind of rant and rave and praise and whatever. Um, I'm in a good mood, and I got to tell you why. Um, today, I was down in Hartford, Connecticut, uh, doing a corporate gig, um, which was fine. And I, I really, I absolutely love uh, the person I worked for today. Uh, she's a sweetheart. Um, very nice, very attentive. Um, no, not like that. Uh, it was just, it was such, uh, it was a pleasure to work for her. And uh, she was just so nice today. And the client was extremely happy. And I got to be funny. And I got to do the corporate thing. And I got paid which is awesome. And then I was driving and I hit a ton of traffic from Hartford back up to the Boston area where I was doing a show at the Kowloon where I just got off stage not more than 30 minutes ago. And they were great. It was uh, uh, Catholic high school cheerleaders. If I was 20 years younger, I'd still be too fucking old for them, Um, which is funny. And my wife just joined on. Perfect timing. (laughs) So... So I did that, had a great set, and then uh, I got home, drove fast, and uh, the the only bad thing was there's so much, uh, I'm so hopped up on, on my energy, and I get to do the show, which is my great day, but in the neighborhood, I don't know if that's me, I don't know, I was just about ready to have a technically fucking perfect show, and then I hear that, hold on, 
Let's shut you. There we go. That won't happen again, people. It won't. Actually, last week was a, almost a completely technical, uh, perfect show, but it, it doesn't matter because it's last week. Um, but as I came home, found out the next door neighbor, their alarm went off, and we've had a couple uh, car break-ins, not car break-ins, but people, whoever it was, and I say them or they, or they unlocked, some of the doors were unlocked, and they just went through, and they stole some change and some CDs and stuff like that, but... It's happening a lot in my neighborhood. It's making people very uncomfortable. And I'm like, fuck that. Bitch going to get himself a gun and pow, start shooting robbers up in this place. Old West style. That's what I'm going to do. It's Old West stuff. And that's really what I want to do. Um, and I want a gun. But if I had a gun, I would use it. I really would. I would just fire it in general. I got a starter's pistol and I want to have shot that out the window. Shh. Don't tell my neighbors. Anyway, but the reason I'm in such a good mood is, is because I got to do everything. Today is my life, you know? And I mean, I love my wife and I love my house and, I, and my toys and my trucktronics and all that. So I love all that. But today was get up. Other than going to the gym, it was a perfect day. Um, go, got in the car, drove down, did a gig, had a good gig, got paid, drove home, did another gig, got paid, and then come here and then do the radio show. And it's just, it was just such a good day. And I was like, it reminded me, and Paul is on, so Paul will remember the days where we doubled up and sometimes tripled and drove extremely crazy, but we were young and stupid. And now I'm like, I'm still driving fast, but I'm driving fast along with a whole series of assholes out there who just... um. It just was like crazy. Oh, Kim, I was just saying that there was some break-ins and stuff like that in, in the neighborhood. But uh, not my house, because I got alarm, baby. I got a big old alarm, and I got a big old gun, and I got a big old bat. And first I'm going to do, I'm going to work this motherfucker over some pliers. You hear me talking here, Billy boy? That's exactly what's going to happen. Some bitch comes in my house. That's my house, goddammit. My house. So that's why I'm in a good mood. Um... So that's part of it. And the fact is that I'm busy and I like being busy. And the name of them, actually, I just wrote down busy, busy, busy for the the topic. So I'm just in a good mood and there's a little bit of fall in the air. So the uh, hysterical medium at large is coming up. Um, we're doing our test show. And I think everybody online has probably gotten an invitation on the Mixler com. If you're listening through my website, markscalia.com, uh, you're not invited unless you are invited. And if you are invited, then you're allowed to bring another guest, I think. I don't know. I'm not in charge. I'm the admin. Um, but I'm really looking forward to the uh, the test show. And it's uh, it's it's going to be fun to play somebody who's not me and then use all the skills. Kind of like Scrooge, but in a Halloween, really farcy kind of way. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so that all being said thank you guys for joining us at radio irregardless we are your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless and if you do want to leave a question or comment email radio irregardless at gmail.com or you can skype which currently i'm on but that's for the guests so don't don't call me now uh skype is radio.irregardless and you can even call the hotline which is actually defunct as of now because i had to charge my phone no no charging of the phone uh, but you can always leave a message, uh, a promo, uh, an insult, a rant at 978-219-9294. That's how all that works. Now, ladies and gentlemen, what do you say we play this day in history? 
Here's a look at this day in history. That's the wrong promo. <laughs> Sorry. How about we play This Week in Movie History? That's better. <laughs> Yowza. Uh, a little bit of trivia. Who was the DJ that kept going, yowza, yowza, yowza? There you go. We got a bunch of entertaining people on there. So this week in movie history, uh, where I'm going to play some uh, uh, history, go through it, and then I'll play a clip and see if you guys know where it is. Uh, this week in movie history, in 1930, Elliot Ness's first day on the job is a flop. Kevin Costner is Elliot Ness. I have sworn to put this... I want a voice like that. Any and all legal means at my disposal, and I will do so. Sean Connery is Jimmy Malone. Jimmy Malone. Here's how you get him. Here's how you get him. There you go. You pull a gun. Yep. He sends one of yours to the hospital. You send one of his to the morgue. That's the Chicago way. Yeah. Yeah, and then shoot those bitches if they try to come in your house. That, of course, would be... Come on, everybody. The Untouchables. Yes, it is. Uh, this week in movie history, in 1998, Chad, Matt, Tyler, and Paul have a barbecue. That's going to be a very obscure. What is it? In a world. <laughs> in a world. Where the that first sentence is, in a world. Here we go. So special. Here's the barbecue. Anyway. Here. My apartment's haunted. It's not haunted. I'm sure there's a reasonable explanation. That's a long way to go for people not figuring out the fucking clip. <laughs> that was at 1998. That was VHS, the movie VHS, which I've never seen the movie, but I guess it's scary. I don't know. And this uh, week in movie history, 2005, the taunting, let's see if I can pronounce it right, Tottington. Hall vegetable competition was actually uh, going on. Once an inventor, just a bit of harmless brain alteration, that's all, who never says die. Full suction. <laughs> the other is his dog, who never says anything. <laughs> Anyone? Nothing. <laughs> That is actually uh, Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Uh, this week in movie history, in the year 2006, 2 a.m., and I hate to do this because my wife is going to be home, and 2 a.m., the bedroom door at Micah and Katie's place moves by itself. Hi, Def Camera. On. My girlfriend, Katie, she thinks there's something in the house. I don't know. You believe me, right? I think we're going to have a very interesting time capturing whatever paranormal phenomena is occurring or is not occurring. Windows are locked. Doors are locked. Alarm is on. hearing a weird sound. Something's here. I feel it breathing on me. That's right. It's paranormal activity. Which, that movie actually scared me a little bit. The second one wasn't as scary. The third one was like, really? Are we doing this again? <laughs> 
Uh, Karen's freaked out already. In a world where Karen is freaked out already. (laughs) This week in movie history, let's change it up. This week in movie history in 2010, MacGruber foils Kunt's plan and saves the world. Once again, I win, you lose. I didn't finish my sentence, Dieter. No, I cannot (laughs) defuse your missile, but I can do this. A nuclear warhead's not quite the same without its thermonuclear core. Damn it! (laughs) It doesn't matter! There's still enough ammonium nitrate left in that warhead to blow up the White House and Congress combined! Right again, cunt. Of course, it's gonna be awfully hard to fly it without... The guidance system. Weak! So I guess you do win. And your prize will be getting blown to smithereens in about how long, Mrs. McGruber? 32 seconds! Well, we better scoot. We do have a wedding to plan. <laughs> Let's move. That's the, from the movie MacGruber, which I thought was very funny. <laughs> this week in movie history, in 2144, a fabricant tries to rebel against consumers. Please describe the events of September 18th from your perspective. I was stationed at Pedestal Point. Probably one of the longest movies in history. I will not be subjected to criminal abuse. I will not be subjected to criminal abuse. That was Cloud Atlas. Very long movie. And still, I felt like I was high watching it the whole time. And of course, Paul, you'll get a big kick out of this one. In the year 2468, exactly 500 years, almost to the day that I was born, Malcolm Reynolds, captain of the spaceship Serenity, is born. This is all the money Niska gave us in advance. You bring it back to him, tell him the job didn't work out. We're not thieves. But we are thieves. Point is, we're not taking what's his. That's right. Serenity. Serenity now! (laughs) That's what it is. And that was this week in movie history. All right, ladies and gentlemen. um, I got to go a little quick because I promised our guest I would call them at about 25 past. So I have actually... um, I did, uh, I did, uh, I had some time and I was like, oh yeah, it's Firefly. Yes. From the TV show Firefly, but that's actually the character from the movie, uh, Serenity. I, uh, this whole week has been, uh, I've been working cause I knew I wouldn't, I'm working tomorrow night and blah, blah, blah. I'm working, 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 working. Um, but what I decided to do is I was listening to the radio and I went, you know, there's a game that I don't really play anymore. Cause I said I wouldn't play it anymore. And of course, it jogged my memory. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's all play Free Sample with a new intro. Remix it is new music created from old music. Play this record as frequently as possible. That's how it goes. That's right. Free Sample, where I play a song that you know and love and realize that you already knew it and loved it. And this uh, is an older song uh, from 2006. Do you remember it? All right, ladies and gentlemen, do you know what that is? 
That is Rihanna singing SOS. But if you listen to the track, you can hear the track. Maybe you don't know this. Maybe you don't. This song was actually covered in 2001 by Marilyn Mansfield. Manson. Marilyn Mansfield. That's a totally different show. Yeah. Marilyn Manson singing Tainted Love, which Rihanna actually sampled. And of course, the original, you know, there you go. This is Tainted Love that Rihanna sampled. But there was a cover band that, you know, Tainted Love, of course. How could you not love this song? Everybody. Don't touch me. That's right. That was Tainted Love by Soft Cell, which SOS Rihanna or Rihanna from SOS sampled. But did you know that Tainted Love is not an original song? The original song was Tainted Love by Gloria Jones from 1964. Yeah, you didn't know that. Yeah, I know you might have known it, but maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. But you know, if you take, that's right. What's shut the fuck up? <laughs> That's right. And if you combine Rihanna's SOS and Tainted Love by Soft Cell and Tainted Love by Gloria Jones, you know what you get? Tainted SOS Love. Oh, and Marilyn Manson's in there too. I actually went to Guitar Center yesterday, and I was considering buying fucking DJ turntables just to do this fucking game. But that's me doing all the sound editing. So let's move on to another one, shall we, ladies and gentlemen? You must remember this song from 1990. Oh. And if you're real good, you can actually hear the riff where they actually lifted this whole song. Salt and Pepper's not new to the, this game. They've sampled a bunch of things. Yes, it is Salt and Pepper, and it's Let's Talk About Sex. But that riff, that entire riff that they stole, they borrowed, they lifted, is from the Staples Singers, 1972, I'll Take You There. Now it sounds familiar. Ready? Sing it. Here she goes. Oh, I was just—I was doing the wrong volume. 
Was that me singing? Yeah, it was. It was kind of. <laughs> All right. Karen is typing on her new keyboard. All right. So when you take Let's Talk About Sex, Salt and Pepper's 19, uh, 1990 song, and the I'll Take You There by the Staples Singers, 1972, you put them together and you say, I'll take you about sex. <laughs> Closet DJ in a past life. <laughs> that's a good one, Ron. At your age, that's all you can do is talk about sex. You know the old joke? Me and my wife still have sex. We have hallway sex. What's that? I walk down one aisle and she walks down the other and we tell each other to go fuck ourselves. <laughs> it's an old joke. All right. Now, this is brand new. This is what started me into redoing again the free sample game. You must know this song. It's brand new. My anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hon. Boy, Tway named Troy used to live in Detroit. Big soap filling money. He was getting some coins. What's the shootouts with the lure? But he lived in a palace. Bought, bought me Alex and the McQueen. He was keeping me stylish. Now that's real, real, real. All right, I've had uh, just about enough of that. <laughs> so that is Nicki Minaj. Uh, Anaconda. But of course, you all know it. We featured this song before. I know we did. <laughs> or maybe we did. I think we did. It's probably in there somewhere. But that's from 1992. Sir Mix-a-Lot, baby, got back. Oh, boy, to warn me, but that butt you got makes... Me so horny. Ooh, smooth skin. You say you want to get in my bins? Well, use me, use me, because you ain't that average groupie. I see her dancing. To hell with romance and she's sweat, wet. Got it going like a turbo vet. I'm tired of magazines. Send flat butts all the thing. Take the average black man and ask him All right, that was Sir Mix-a-Lot, Baby Got Back. And there's a bunch of stuff in there, but this is where the sample game gets a little inception. You might have heard a song, uh, a sample in there from this. Well, baby, me so horny. Me so horny. You keep lying. Me love you a long time. That is from the movie Full Metal Jacket, and we'll get back to that in the next segment, but I want you to keep that in mind because we're going to go down a rabbit hole pretty freaking quick so if you take the baby now here's the thing the baby got back and sir mix a lot he actually didn't he didn't write that he stole that shit too he stole that from a band called channel one from 1986 see if you can hear it <laughs> they'll fuck you up yeah somebody did that in a casio keyboard <laughs> So if you take Anaconda by Nicki Minaj, Baby Got Back by Sir Maxillot, and Technicolor by Channel One, you put them all together, you got Baby Got Technicolor Anaconda. Groupie, I see her dancing. To hell with romance and she's sweat, wet. Got it going like a turbo. 
Again, I've had too much of that. Her her voice just grates on me sometimes. Now, remember I said the um, the Baby Got Back featured the Miso Horny from Full Metal Jacket? You'll actually probably recognize this song because I still have the albums. Yeah, bragging, bitches. From 1989, to live crew. Miso Horny. I'm like a dog in heat. A freak without warning. I have an appetite for love. Cause me so horny. See, there you go. Now, that is Me So Horny by Two Live Crew, and you can already hear the Full Metal Jacket soundbite in there. That's where it comes from, from the movie Full Metal Jacket from 1987. Now, I'm going to play something. Now, we're, now, the first one, the baby got back, and the whole thing, it's getting, it's coming together. Me So Horny is actually sampled from a song called Firecracker by Mass Production from 1979. Those would be the Firecrackers. Holy shit, is your mind blown yet? Is your mind blown? I kept this whole song. This song is six and a half minutes long. I won't play it, but it's fucking awesome. (laughs) Very gap band, very early, you know, 79, 80 gap band. Burn rubber. So that's where that's from. And a lot of the, that's all in there as well. A lot of elements. So when you combine Me So Horny and Firecracker from Mass Production, you get Firecracker Me Horny. You guys should really put in headphones because I got headphones on and it sounds fucking so, so, so good. (laughs) All right. Last but certainly not least, I've saved the crescendo for the very end. Maybe you guys remember this song uh, by by Lloyd Banks from 2004, only 10 years old. G-Unit? Yes. Remember this? Yeah, I was having angry sex to this song. Not with my wife. Oh, no, we were dating at that time. Maybe it was her. I don't remember. I, oh, shit, the fucking song ended before I finished the thought. Well, that's fine. Um, all jokes. Anyway, you'll hear the riff that bump on up. You got to go back to 1993 to find that. That was Onyx. Slam! Do you remember the song, Ron? <laughs> Ron, you must remember the song. You must have been jamming around. 93. 
standing in my B-Boy's dance Hurry up and give me the microphone before I bust on my pants The mad author of anguish, my language polluted Onyx is heavyweight He's still undefeated <laughs> All right now that it, you may not hear those songs being similar, but it's bam bum bam bum bum bam bum, which is the riff from when they go dun dun dun. That's actually from uh, a track, not from 1982. It's again Africa Bambata. Actually, it's Fusion Beats Volume Two, Africa Bambata. You'll hear it. Everybody over there, get on up. Everybody up there, get into it. Get on down! Everybody get a Oh, yeah. The Fusion Beats Volume 2, Africa and Bambada, the whole beginning part sounded just like the song Slam, didn't it? But there's another piece inside that, and you might have recognized it from The Godfather, James Brown from 1971. Get up, get into it, get involved. Everybody over there! Get on up! Everybody right there! Get into it! I actually found that uh, found that video on uh, on YouTube, and to watch old James Brown from like sixty eight seventy on the Michael Douglas show, phenomenal. Just you really totally appreciate the man in a completely different light. Like Karen and I were talking, we know him from you know the older caricature kind of James Brown, but we forget that he did shit that nobody else did, and nobody, and we can barely remember it. Now we have YouTube, thank you. Um, <clears throat> so that's where that comes from. So Fusion Beats used a little of that do 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 and they used some of the James Brown. But that original do 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 is from a song from 1968, the year of my birth, and a song called The Champ. And this song's like five minutes long, and it's awesome. I just love this funk keyboard. I've always liked this. Pick it up. And this was that was an old school beat. That was from like 89. We were like, I mean, I had... You know, short hair or the before I had the mullet, I had a rat tail. Yes, I did. Just I let instead of the whole thing going crazy, just a rat tail. And it was like, you know, gangster rap, that hip hop, all that shit. So I listen to all that and it's great for me to find out where it all came from, which is amazing. Now, if you combine On Fire by Lloyd Banks, Slam by Onyx, Fusion Beats Vol- Volume 2 by African Bambada, Get Up, Get Into It, Get Involved by James Brown, The Champ and The Champ. By the Mohawks, you get get the slam fire champ up. Everybody over there, get on up. Everybody right there, get into it. Everybody right there. We're listening to the whole thing. Everybody get a slam. 
This is my shit. <laughs> And ladies and gentlemen, that is the latest and greatest, so far, episode of Free Sample. And you are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, Mark Scalia. And when we come back, we are going to speak to our very, very funny guest comedian, Tracy Jane. Ladies and gentlemen, again, listen to Radio Irregardless. We'll be right back. Coming to Salem this October. His visions outrageous, his predictions outlandish, his knowledge of the future is both ridiculous and benign. He is the world-renowned psychic. He is the hysterical medium at large, Charlatan! Appearing October 9th, 16th, 23rd, and 30th. Just go to gallowshillsalem.com and click the Psychic Show link. Leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978 219 9294. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And joining me via the Skype line, Miss Tracy Jane. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> <laughs> she, you took a whole bunch of Ridland, didn't you? <laughs> oh, oh. Extra energy, yeah. Oh, there you maybe, go. Maybe a little. Not right. I had I your love that you busted out Onyx. I that's. Did, I totally. That's my shit. I swear to God, that's my shit. <laughs> And I hate to say that's my shit, but it's it's my shit. I gotta say it like that. It's totally no, wait, my shit. I haven't heard that in so long. They hurry up and give me the microphone before I bust in my pants. Yes, I was busting in my pants. That's fantastic. I got like, the whole thing. It's on. You realize that somebody like put that down on paper and said, "Yeah, that's brilliant. That's yeah. gonna be a hit." And they were right. <laughs> that's what's wrong with the universe, Mark. They were right. <laughs> That line, that should be like every comic's reach. Like, it's so cool. It's like angry, but it's funny. <laughs> this is my favorite part. You know, a lot of comics like that. This one. It's still undefeated. <laughs> Gets better. <laughs> Best part. All right, that's enough. <laughs> but I totally love that. 
I would have my. I would have been over the top impressed if you were somehow able to work in to that feed a little tiny clip of um, uh, Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> oh, I because well, you remember when we the first time? No, it was the second season. We were auditioning for Last Comic Standing, and there was some <laughs> idiot at the end of the line that played Eye of the Tiger every hour on the hour, like he was <laughs> like that was his moment. Like Do you remember that? It. Like he owned it. Like, I am the eye of the tiger. I got to get, uh, let's see, I, uh, the, I don't have it already, so I got to go like this. Oh, which the last, uh, I think the last surviving member of Survivor died, which is irony, isn't it? Is that irony? Oh, oh I didn't mean to bring that up. No, he did. I, I think well, it was the lead, maybe it was just the lead singer. <laughs> I don't know. They're showing okay. Him. This, so we're taking a turn down depressingly. Yeah, and I was gonna. It's gonna be Not another. The show you have. It's so warm and genuine. <laughs> it's gonna be another Are ten you gonna, seconds. Like, introduce me in some shit. I will as soon as it's cl- I'm waiting another ten seconds so I don't have to play the commercial on fucking YouTube. That's. What oh. <laughs> I was just here. We go. Here we go. It's, we're done with the commercial. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. You gotta do it. Yes! Yeah. Oh, now I remember it. After I heard it, and I was like, oh my God, we have to hear that again. And then it got it got funny and funny yeah, and funny, and then it got that fucking was, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell some jokes, and then I'm gonna be on a reality show, and I'm gonna be famous. This is my moment. Yes! It's so real. And somebody just said, slam. <laughs> <laughs> but that's enough. That is like the longest segue to not introduce a comedian. But ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to uh, Radio Oregon. And my guest is Tracy Jane, uh, yes. phenomenal comic. Uh, first, uh, I would say now currently out of New York City, uh, but originally from, dare I say, Pittsburgh. Well, but I started comedy in Houston. Yes. So Yes. But you're from Pittsburgh. But birthed into comedy in Houston and now yes. living in New York City as a comic. Yes. Yes. Now tell us, yes. now that I've told them about you, tell them a little bit more about you. <laughs> well, once upon a time, yes. I worked so hard. I wanted to go to a fancy school and get a college education and be a pretty lady. And then I joined the Navy just so I could make all my dreams come true. And then when they finally came true, I threw the shit all away so that I could tell a bunch of dick jokes on a stage and travel around being drunk, making an ass out of myself. Now I'm 42, broken, single. All my life plans are right on schedule. Woo! Yay me. That sounds exactly like my life, except the 42. (laughs) And I'm not broke or single. So, but mostly, it's... I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It you know what? I'm I'm just sorry. Are you are you trying to rub it in that nope. you're not like, Nope. Pickle? Every time we need a punchline. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> It'll be a single timpani. <laughs> anyway, um but yeah, you're uh, phenomenal out of New York and you actually are uh, doing a very good job as uh you know, surviving as a comic and thriving as a comic in New York City cuz it's tough. And I I mean, I it's a pain I, in the ass. It is. It's it's a scary, spooky place, and it's it's hard. It's a hard place. So, do you find and do you, do you love it? I mean, you're playing a lot of clubs in the city directly, aren't you? No, I fucking hate it. You know it. No, I got here and I was like, 
you know what? You get here and everything's a click and you got to kiss everybody's ass to be in a click and you don't even know which ass is to kiss or how they want them kissed. It's miserable. So so you just go get frustrated and say, fuck this bullshit. I'm going to go play the road. And then you go play the road and you're in front of hundreds of drunk people yeah. and they're cheering for you. They are. And you're doing a half hour and you're getting free booze and you're getting paid and it's fantastic. And then you come back here and you have to go back to the kissing butts and not knowing which butts to kiss or how they want kissed. And then they want you, if you finally get to the top of the butt kissing chain and you get a spot, it's for like in front of five people and it's for free. Yeah. Seven yeah, that's the joy. <laughs> I'm making it. I'm just <laughs> living the dream. I'm just gonna keep playing. I have the time. Living in my fifth floor walk up. That's it. Hold on, hold on. You got a fifth floor walk up? Fifth floor walk. I, Fuck. Yeah. Now you. I got to. You're I not. I got to explain you, to my dad. I'm like, Dad, it's fine. It's fine. the safest thing. It's the best security system I could have. Oh yeah. Because nobody is breaking in to a fifth floor walk up. Cause like by, if they get, get spry enough to get all the way up here, they're just going to drag my shit out on the landing and realize that they got to carry it all back down. That ain't going to happen. So, and, and plus <laughs> people that live in a fifth floor walk up don't have good enough shit that you would want to steal anyway. No, it's so. too heavy to carry up five fucking flights. <laughs> you know what it is? It's probably a day bed and a, a dresser. If that pretty much, Actually, no, you could buy a lot of shit at Ikea and then just pick it up piece by piece. <laughs> but you know something? You, but I got to say, um, now you were living in Jersey for a while and you were doing a lot of road work. And now I know it's tough to, to do it in the city, but I, I've seen you at clubs. You and I have known each other. You and I actually met in, and I want to say it was, was it 2000? New Orleans. Was I it? Was, oh, oh, shit. I don't know. Was it, two, I, it was 2000. It was New Orleans. And I was wearing a pink bandana as a top. Yes. And I was wearing the pink bandana as a bottom. So it was. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the days when we both could get in a pink bandana. Those were the Wait. days. <laughs> Thank God we weren't. Know who we were there. Thank, Thank God we didn't get in the same one. Anyway. <laughs> Although you tried. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But no, we met in New Orleans, and we met in 2000, and uh, you were out of Houston, and you drove a pink, was it a pink Jeep? Everything no, was pink it was, then. it was champagne. I'm sorry. It was, in fact, a Jeep. It was the champagne room. It had pink flowers on it. Right. Everything was pink. Pink, pink, pink. pink. And I, think, I don't know how that happened. It just kind of happened, and now everything's just pink. Well, it's you know, you, you you come across, and, and maybe the listeners kind of think, you know, you come across as this, you know, hard kind of, you, you were in the Navy, yeah. and you're like gruff, and you're playing these bars, and you're getting, you're drinking, and had it, and blah, blah, blah. But you, you're a girly. You're, you're a girl. I'm a girly girl. I'm you a tiny girl. little thing. You are. And, yeah, I like dance classes and pretty pink sparkly things. <laughs> but, uh Jeff. Do you have stuffed what? kittens on your bed? <laughs> no, but I do have throw pillows, and one of them happens to be a terrible towel throw pillow. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, I, I brought that up. I yeah, brought that up. Yeah, all right. For my listening audience, um, uh, because I said Tracy Jane is originally from Pittsburgh, um, she's, uh, let's see, what's the word? Um, obsessed with the- Go Stellars! With- <laughs> you, can't even, you can't even mention it. It's like insane. It's crazy. It's like- Mention the Steelers and this happens.
yeah, just a lot of craziness happens. So. Yeah, and you, I mean, and we, you, you actually, you and I have gotten in some heated debates about the uh, validity of uh, my team, which is, uh, I don't know, fucking awesome. Um, <laughs> the New England Patriots, which you hate. The evil empire? No, no, no. Brian Cunt as a quarterback? What? I know I'm talking to Boston crowd. Like, what the hell? Like, I'm going to get death threats. I mean, I get them already, but it, I'll get them from there. It's because you're not kissing the right asses. <laughs> or knowing how to kiss them. Oh, learn. Please find me the right ass and show me how learn, to kiss it. Learn them asses. <laughs> oh, um, my uh, one of my listeners, Kim Santo, actually is a huge, uh, she's a New England fan, but she also loves the Saints. And she's always like, who dat, who dat, who dat, who dat. And uh, we had Bill Dykes on the show, and uh, we oh, talked about his wow, name. I missed Bill. He's oh, out in L.A. Sorry. now with uh, Jody. Oh, yeah, they're, oh, they're rooming out let's there. Let's find ourselves and go crash. Yeah, I, no. <laughs> I know we could. You know we could. He'd open up his, they'd open up their house in a heartbeat to us. But we, I know. But, but it would be more fun if we didn't tell them we just showed up and we cried outside like, like dying cats <laughs> until they, we were forced, you know, we forced our way in. Oh my God. We wouldn't even have to cry. We'd be like, hey, Bill. He'd be like, what? <laughs> So, and Jody bitching the whole time. Yeah, no, hold on. Oh, you guys, what? Just get <laughs> Just in here. Get in here. Just Stop get it. Get in here. Don't touch anything. So Kim Santo also said uh, it's zero and two. Who dad? But I have a good feeling about Sunday Saints' first home game. Yep, yeah, they might do all right. But before we, I, I'll get into the football conversation with you because I, I horrible. I have a horrible, horrible feeling about my Steelers because I think they're going to go like you know seven and eight or some shit again. Again, mm. they're mm. going to suck. And not get anything out of it. If you're gonna suck, get, be true to yourself. <laughs> Accept it. Just suck and get a good draft pick. Something out of it. Like if you like if you're taking your driver's test and you hit a cone, you failed. So take them all down. Have some fun with it. Do something. But then no, no, no. They're gonna suck. They're gonna like lose. You know, we're gonna be like, you know. <laughs> Oh, and, I'm, and I'm not gonna stop you. One, and then you're gonna see oh, and it's, it's gonna be terrible. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. We're gonna get another pass. <laughs> but but we don't have any uh, any arrests on our team so far this year. Well, no, we did have that little weed thing. Yeah. Kim Sanjo said, "Yes, be true to your suck." I mean, this is going down a bad road. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back. We'll talk about football. No, be true to your suck. She said. <laughs> be true to yourself but i want to talk now of course you're ranting and everything you got a lot of energy and that's fantastic and we've we've actually worked together because i mean we did uh yeah. we didn't do any comedy show um the first time we met and then i actually came to uh, to houston uh i was visiting you and then i was going up to dallas to visit my uh my uncle and that's when we did the the last comic standing uh audition which was i don't know rigged um totally totally really like, a reality show isn't real yeah, some... <gasps> oh my gosh the world means nothing i'm gonna go kick a puppy and vote republican hey i do vote republican and i would never <laughs> kick a puppy <laughs> anyway 
<laughs> but you've been very busy. I mean, you moved uh, you moved out of Houston, and you were doing very well there. But you're like, you know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go to New York, and you go into New York, and you haven't found the right ass to kiss or the proper way to kiss it, apparently. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, after the economy tanked, it took a little while, but you couldn't. You just can't make money on the road anymore. You right. know, like feature acts on the road are still getting paid the same as long before I started a comedy. And, you know, <laughs> you know, years ago it was like, okay, well, my calendar's full. I'm going to make a hundred bucks a set and, you know, eight shows this week. I'm, I'll be fine. I'm making money. But now there's no place. They don't put you up in a comedy condo anymore. They don't give you a hotel room. So really? you got to find a place to stay. And you, if you have to fly there or rent a car, fuel costs have gone up. So getting there is more expensive. And, it, you know, you get less perks. So it became, uh, you know, it used to be like, oh, I, I, I'm, I'm making money because I got gigs. Then well, you're it became, not, you're not playing the right room, darling. You're not and playing. So now, you're not playing the right rooms, darling. I'm telling you. Most if I do any road work, I you know even even Hartford, the middles get a room at City Steam. Yeah, you know what? A lot, a lot of like little Midwest rooms gone. Even like improvs, they won't they won't give a room to their uh, feature oh, yeah. actor. Yeah, because it costs too much for their headliners. Because they yeah. they because the headliners are on a contract to do many shows and they're in rotation and they got all their perks and blah 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 but yeah they don't have any money for anybody else it's not the way it works yeah. no respect to the little guy yeah. yeah but you do a lot of work you you go back home to to Pittsburgh and you do work there right and you drive up and down the the coast I do I try you I do still get out there but you know I'm you know I have my big movie credit now <laughs> that's coming up in the next break don't tip it. Yeah, well, Don't okay. tip it. I'll but, get. You know, I'm, I'm working on my. Uh, give us something to talk like, about. <laughs> this this year, I'm working on my dance classes and working on a a, a little new side goal. Kind yeah, of now thing. that's something I want to bring up because occasionally I see what you're posting is on Facebook. And was there a dare I say a cheer? Oh, crap, I lost. What happened? I lost you. Oh, for a second. I was. I didn't lose you. You're still there. We're still together. But on 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 your Facebook posting, you actually said something about um, trying to be a cheerleader. Did I get that right? Yeah, yeah. Tell me Working about that. On- Tell me about that. Uh, um, you know, it's something I always wanted to do, and I was a cheerleader my whole life. Um, uh, you know, all through school and everything. And um, thing is, is with the pros. You have to have a normal nine to five job um, in order to be able to do this. And, you know, I before I was on the road and traveling all the time for comedy, I was a corporate artist painting rainforest cafes and Joe's Crab Shacks and a bunch of shit like that. And murals. I and didn't know that all kind of craziness. And I was traveling all the time, uh, you know, for work then as well. So I never had a normal nine to five job that would allow me to do this. So, uh, last year I got this really great job and I realized that it was about time for auditions. Not well, Holy crap. Well, I want I want to do this. I want to give it a try cuz you never know what if it works. Mhm. That that would be fantastic. And and, and, um, and by your own so I, conversation, you are I mean, you're 42 and people say, "Well, 42 isn't a little old to be a cheerleader." But you're in fantastic shape, and I dare say fantastic shape for 42. 
I mean, you're always, po- I mean, you get tons of pictures on Facebook and you're like, yeah, I mean, you look like you're 20. I'm pouring wine. Go ahead. <laughs> I knew I should have played the drinking game tonight. <laughs> I made sure the bottle was next to me, you know, before the show started. Oh, um, I'm opening a flask. Woohoo! Dirty. Um, but yeah, so I, uh, I made it to the semifinals and I got a little encouragement to come back and try again mm-hmm. next year. Um, the thing was is that uh, some of the reasons I knew I didn't move on were simple and fixable. Um, like I knew I needed to do a double pirouette, which was like basics, like doing a cartwheel for trying out for high school cheerleader. You have to be able to do that. Well, for the pros, you have to be able to do a double pirouette. Well, I've been telling dick jokes in the comedy club for years, so I haven't I haven't been uh, in dance classes, so... Well, and now, you, know, and you haven't been kissing the right asses, so you're not limber and, enough. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and working out, and um, and I'm I'm up there. I'm not to the point where it's comfortable, and I'm doing it every time, but I'm getting them. And, uh, one of my uh, really great dance teachers, I was I was telling her recently. I was like, uh, I, was like I, I I don't get it. Like I'm doing double pirouettes. Like what? But when I don't try, I just it just works. And then when I do try, I just totally mess it up and don't even make it halfway. And she said, "So like, welcome to my whole life." <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, pretty cool. That sounds so like, I've been kind of working like on life. that. And so between working, uh, you know, the pay the rent, good job, uh, and also getting out there doing comedy and trying to train and do dance classes and all as well. It, it, um, leaves a lot of time for nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, you are very busy. And do you think when you go next year, is it next year? Is how does that work? Is it next, next year? Spring. It's like in March. All right. So next March, you're going to actually try it again, right? Yes. That's the goal. <laughs> do you know what this is? I'm a steel town girl on a Saturday night. <laughs> trying to make it in the big city, trying to chase the dream. Try and not kiss really? the asses. I wouldn't know that. I am the '80s Mark Stallion. I am the. 80s. I'm just, I'm just watching the video. And I'm like, is it Jennifer Beale? No. Yeah, it's Jennifer Beale, not Jessica Beale. What a phenomenal body. Oh, my God. That's just crazy. I can't watch that. I can't watch that. We're going to have a totally different show if I watch that. Anyway. Um, no, my uh, my wife, Karen, just said, did I miss the part where she talks about kissing Leo? No, you didn't. And as a matter of fact, I want to actually play this for you guys. Uh, this is... Um, you guys might have not, not known, but not only is Tracy Jane a, a very funny comic, and she tours all the time, and she dances, and she uh, she paints, and she's going to be a cheerleader. We know it, but she was also in uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, The Wolf of Wall Street, or dare I say Martin Scorsese's The Wolf of Wall Street with... Um, with, uh, yeah, give the credit to Leo. I'm sure Scorsese wouldn't yeah. mind. No, he doesn't. They've worked together on a bunch of films. But I, <laughs> I actually saw bits and 
pieces of uh, Wolf of Wall Street. And I guess this is the yeah, new you setter. You saw my bits and pieces. No, I, I actually didn't. I actually did because you can't download the movie yet for free. Um, so, <laughs> but as soon as I could, I will. Um, but yes, you were in the Wolf of Wall Street with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. And I guess this movie broke all the fuck barriers. You think Scarface said fuck a lot. Wolf of Wall right? Street broke every fuck barrier ever. And not only were you in the movie, but you were also interviewed by TMC. I'll play the clip. We got Tracy Jane. She's in the new Wolf of Wall Street movie. Oh. She plays a stripper. You were you gave Leo DiCaprio a lap dance oh, in the movie. Yay. Oh, yes. And so Adam asks her, did Leo get excited? No, oh, was I being poked? No. <laughs> maybe maybe he was wearing Spanx or he taped it down or I don't know. <laughs> not about not about his dead grandmother or something. I don't know. He was he was very much a gentleman though. Thank you. All right, Trace, thank you so much. Take care. So so you were in, not only were you in the movie, but you were interviewed by TMZ. Now, first, I mean, because now I got uh, I got a few ladies on the line, and I know I think they've got a they might have a thing. I mean, actually, I got kind of a man crush on DiCaprio. I think he's phenomenal, and from all the tabloids and the rumors, I actually everybody thinks he's gay or bi or I don't know. He I don't know. He might be either way. Well, but, you know, everyone's got a beard in Hollywood, but. Uh, it, it, to me, honestly, I mean, I don't have the best gaydar in the world, but he was just a really chill, mellow guy. Like, you know, he's grown up in that world. It was no big deal to him. He was just relaxed, had his little, you know, electronic cigarette behind the couch, take a drag out of it now and then. And, you know, he was, uh, it, it, you know, at first we're like trying to dance on him. It was me and one other girl and we're dancing all over in him. And, and, and then, you know, they would cut yeah. and I'd be all apologetic and embarrassed. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so, you know, like I grabbed your hair. I licked your face. Did whatever, I grab you whatever I did. <laughs> and, and he'd go, no, no, don't hold back. That was great. And so he would kind of encourage us now and then in between takes, he would go, oh, some days it's a good day at work. And it, I mean, he was making us feel comfortable. I mean, because here I was um, just meeting DiCaprio yeah. and grabbing his hair and licking his face. So, um, you know, I felt a little bit disrespectful. You might, you might say, but, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, no disrespect, yes. but uh, uh, yeah, he was very cool. And uh, Scorsese came out and he shook everybody's hand. Hi, I'm Marty. Hi, I'm hi, Marty. Hi, yeah. I'm Marty. He's yeah, he's, sweet as yeah. can be. Oh no, he's a sweetheart. Oh my God. He's, but he's so, I, I actually met him on, well, his people called me, and you're, you're talking to the only guy who said no to Scorsese three times. So that's a different fucking story. <laughs> and it's, it involves, it involves, uh, it involves Leo as well. <laughs> that's a different story. That was when they were shooting. Uh, yeah, I know. It's Leo. <laughs> okay, it's Leo. We get it, in fact. But no. Uh, yeah, he's a sweetheart of a guy. So, um, and the ladies, of course, on the chat are like, uh, it doesn't matter if he's gay. It, he's still Leo. Uh, <laughs> it's all that stuff. So, but he was very, oh, he was very cool. He was very cool. But wait, wait, wait. I, I, the best part. I, I need to tell, like, from yeah. being in the scene, like that, filming it all day. Well, actually, uh, two days. I was. You grinding all over DiCaprio, but, um, <laughs> but the first day was the big one, and McConaughey was there too. 
Matthew McConaughey. Yes. Was he all right? Yeah. Is he doing all right? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, all right. Now, okay, so if you all haven't right. seen the movie or you have seen the movie, all right, I am one of the cleanest portrayals of a female, and I just happen to play stripper number two. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't look for it on the church bulletin, girls. There's titty. Anyway, like, so I'm right, I'm like 14 minutes in, and I'm just like up there for like a minute. But, it, I mean, it was such a fun experience. So it, right after... Uh, DiCaprio starts on Wall Street and he has the lunch with McConaughey and they're doing the uh, and that, doing that call. Then it morphs into the scene where they go to the strip club and they're celebrating and he's starting to get a taste of that life. So that's when you see me. Now, that day, so you don't see uh, McConaughey in that scene because mm -hmm. it's so short and quick. Right. <laughs> Clearly wanted to get in as much titty as they could. Uh, so you didn't see McConaughey. Again, I have but, not seen the movie yet. <laughs> but he was, he. I mean, that was probably the best part of the experience because he, he ran the scene. Like we went, did one little pra practice run, mm -hmm. you know, just walking through. And then he came over off camera and he was like, okay, okay. So uh, <laughs> can I call you by your real names? Raven yeah. and Tracy. Right. Okay. All right. So here's the deal. Okay. All right. I'm the money guy. Okay. And that yeah. when I am the money guy in this strip club, when you see me, you know you're not as made. Okay. Yeah. So there's no. no. All right. All there's right. No, there's only yes. So now I, I'm coming in tonight, and I am bringing you girls over to present That's what I love you. About these high school girls. All right. We're celebrating. We're celebrating, and I'm going to present you. Okay. Now put it this way. Well, by the time before I've even presented you, I've already given you like five hundred dollars each, and that's nineteen eighty-seven money. All right. So there's no no. So you, uh, Raven. Yeah. At one point, I'm just gonna slip you a little extra. I'm gonna tap the top of your head, and I'm just gonna have you go down on him. All right. Okay. Okay. So that was like the pep talk for the scene. That's funny. From McConaughey, it was fantastic. It sounded just like this. About these high school girls, man. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yes. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So he direct. So he directed you in the scene, not Scorsese. Yeah, Scorsese was behind the camera and he was watching the shots and everything like that. And he was kind of running the scene. And then once he got us all started, he just sat at the coffee table at the little fake strip club that they had set up and was drinking fake martinis and, and snorting fake lines of Coke and had having a great old time just uh. like he was supposed to. And it's a shame that you can't see him in that scene because he was hysterical, yeah. even off camera. <laughs> That's some of the best... Uh, it's, I mean, we. Uh, I mean, they shoot movies up here in Boston all the time. And uh, David O. Russell was in town, and and when they shot, you know, American Hustle, which I still think is a terrible movie. Um, but to watch him, I'm not a big David O. Russell fan anyway. But the stuff that happens when nobody like, then you see the scene. The scene is like, I don't know, 25 seconds long, and it takes three days to shoot it. And all the stuff that happens around it, <laughs> those are the memories that you always have. Then you watch the movie and they go, oh, it's nothing like that. Nothing like that happened. That's just what they caught on film and edited out. But there's a whole series of shit that was just too crazy. <laughs>
But yeah, that was that was a whole lot of fun. Uh, and then they called me back a second day to get a close up shot of me giving uh, DiCaprio his first line of coke, and I was handing it to him on a flipped upside down ashtray. Really? And he does this little fake line of coke, and we shot that over and over again. And um, he was sick as can be, and I actually got I I, I got a terrible cold from. DiCaprio. Nice, huh? Yeah, well. Don't think I wasn't wearing that like a badge of honor. It could be worse. I mean, you know, you could make up with Jessica Alba and then catch whatever she's got. That's just crazy. I think she's got HEP or something. Maybe chlamydia. I don't know what she's got, but, you know, I wouldn't mind. I'd get chlamydia from Jessica Alba. I'd I'd videotape it and show it to my wife. I wouldn't care. Jessica Alba. Is that that one that you keep? Or is that one that goes away? Oh, no, chlamydia. I'd get away. If she had herpes, no, I wouldn't even go near her. No, no, (laughs) no. Really? That that yeah. you wouldn't take a chance and be ultra cautious? Really? Nope. Nope. Not even Jessica Alba. Are you kidding me? I don't like to shake people's hands. <laughs> I don't. I'll tell you what, Tracy Jane, we, I'm loving the conversation, but we got to take our next break. And when we come back, um, we're going to see how good you are versus the audience in a, a, a very funny movie game. So, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. We'll be right back. This is Ebenezer Scrooge, and if you're visiting Salem this holiday season, then come in and see me in Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, presented by the Salem Trolley and the Griffin Theatre. This humorous interactive performance reanimates the Dickens classic. Experience A Christmas Carol with a twist on the Salem Trolley as the holiday tale is brought to life. Tickets are on sale now. Go to SalemTrolley.com and click the Special Tours link. This is Ebenezer Scrooge wishing you all a humbug. I've had many shows, many guests, many listeners. Who am I? I'm, I'm kind of a physician, but not really. I'm getting my bachelor's, but I am radio irregardless. Get radio air regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And of course, still joining me on the Skype line is Tracy Jane. Uh, do, do you do you ever are you ever introduced as as, as with your former with your uh, your actual last name or is it just Tracy Jane? Oh. Well, you know, I've had a couple of stalkers uh show up recently, so we'll just keep it as Tracy Jane. <laughs> and by the way, if you like me, you can find me on uh, uh on Facebook, and I'm probably about to drop my um personal page and just stick with the fan page because yeah. i'm getting stalkers are you Yay. really really at a four yeah. at a fifth floor walk up yeah well you know don't give them an address too oh, no <laughs> the only good thing about a fifth floor walk up by the time they get up there if they're gonna rape you you at least have a shot to kick their ass <laughs> <sighs> i'm sorry you are from pittsburgh so i don't know rape is a it's a common thing there for the players. And so anyway, hey, speaking of players, let's move on. <laughs> speaking of players, um, we're going to play uh, a fun game. 
and uh, you're this is where you're going to play against the audience. But we're going to play uh, if you can't say something nice. If you can't say something nice, you warthog-faced buffoon. Don't say nothing at all. Yes, where I play a movie clip of somebody making fun of somebody or insulting them or being very um, disrespectful in some way, and you have to guess the movie before my listening audience. Now, I will tell you that my listening audience is psychotic. And uh, they do nothing except stay home, watch YouTube, Netflix, Hulu, HBO Go, and Stars on Demand. That's all they do is watch movies. So, well, I'm, in, I'm, I'm from the 80s, uh, it, it, but uh, I've been drinking wine, so oh. maybe that'll help them. Well, that's my handy. Well, that's well. The, the good thing is you and I are speaking on Skype, so we're our conversation is almost instantaneous. Cutting out. Uh, our conversation is on Skype. Skype. So it's in Judge Judy. Oh, in Judge Judy. They watch Judge Judy and stuff. Um, but you and I are speaking on a Skype conversation, which is almost instantaneous. Whereas my listening audience is listening via the internet, which can be up to a eight-second delay. So when, you, when you're eclipsed, that is your advantage. So now look like a badass mm, up we'll, in this bitch. We'll see if it happens. All right. Now, Tracy Jane, are you ready? Because you're fighting against five of my online listeners, there's probably more listening via my website, but only the five live chatters can actually get in Please on the Please tell me action. you have my inspirational music queued. Uh, which inspirational music? Is it the one we've been teasing with, this one? No? No, it, it can't, no, it's not that one. It's definitely this one. All right. Okay. So I'll tell you what. Here we go. <laughs> and ready. The first one. I'm ready. Here it comes. Listen, you snot those little shit. I was taking shrapnel and taste sod while you were crapping in your hands and rubbing it on your face. <laughs> I'll play it again. Listen, you snot those little shit. I was taking shrapnel and taste sod while you were crapping in your hands and rubbing it on your face. <laughs> Ow, that's shit. And you just have to name oh. the movie. My audience has not voted yet. Do you know the actor? Oh man, it's a cop movie. With, it is a cop movie. With Murphy and Nope. 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 You said eighties. It's not a po- apocalypse now? Kim said apocalypse now. Yeah, not even no, remotely close to true. It's It's not um Wanna play it again? The Keanu Reeves one, is it? It is Keanu Reeves speaking. Is it? Yes. Um Oh shit. Now uh oh, you might have just gave it to the audience, but they uh, haven't yeah, guessed yet. Yeah, I gave yet. it to them. Now, no. I'm brain but yeah, that one with the with the uh, dead presidents. Yeah, the ex presidents. Yeah, the surfer movie. Yeah, I'm watching. I can't think of the name. <laughs> and with Patrick Swayze, I could probably like. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the audience still doesn't have it. I still. You still got a shot What's at it. What's the name of that movie? Like, <laughs> oh, Kim Santo just said point. Break. Thank you. But see, when I knew the movie, so I get so I get partial credit. Okay? Uh, no, you get. <laughs> no. Need a bag of dicks. No. <laughs> uh, I I'm full from lunch, so I can't possibly. So. All well, right. sure, it's easy when I give you all the major clues of of what movie it's. I, that's that's why you can't tip your hand because the audience is ruthless. They're like piranha. Just, I'm a team player. Let's see. I knew I was. In, I knew one was in, 
uh, coming up with the the title. I so listening audience L.A. versus Tracy Jane, which is T.J. Listening audience has won. Here we go. Next one. I don't give a tuppenny fuck about your moral conundrum, you meat-headed shit sack. I don't give a tuppenny fuck about your moral conundrum, you meat-headed shit sack. Also a Scorsese movie. Also with Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't give a tuppenny fuck about your moral conundrum, you meat-headed shit sack. Do you know the actor? Yes, no? Angel Salazar? <laughs> no, not even close. Still out there headlining? <laughs> no, Paul Paul uh, said The Departed. No, not The Departed. Of course, DiCaprio and Scorsese did team up for that movie, but the man speaking is neither of those two people. I don't give a tuppenny fuck about your moral conundrum, you meat-headed shit sack. The actor played Lincoln. That would be Daniel Day-Lewis speaking. Paul said it was the gangs of New York. Yeah. Paul, get it right. <laughs> Tracy Jane, it doesn't look good. Two to nothing so far. You ready? <laughs> yeah, but I'm winning in life. <laughs> That's a That's you're drinking. A you're drinking wine in yeah, a fifth floor walk-up in New York City. Rule is this: we, You bring me on here so I can tell the world, make them feel better about how they're winning at life, and I am not. And then they beat me at a game about the '80s, which I'm stuck in. Are you? Uh, first of all, this is really uplifting. Thank you. For first of me all, don't rant into this microphone. Five <laughs> minutes ago, you were talking about how you dry humped uh, Leonardo DiCaprio for two fucking days. All right. And a lot of yeah, and now I have stalkers and no money. So, <laughs> you know, well, then, who's who's going on an, on a nice date <laughs> with their husband, giving them presents in their fancy car, and going back to the fancy home and their wonderful family and perfect, perfect life? Watching that movie, it's not me, Mark. It's not me. Pour some more wine. Is <laughs> the third one? <laughs> okay, you bark all day, little doggy. Or are you going to bite? Are you going to bark all day, little doggy? Or are you going to bite? That movie's from uh, early 90s. Are you going to bark all day, little doggy? Oh, shit. Oh, you're doing you early 90s? I'm a mixture of, a mixture. Shit, I thought you were doing 80s. Oh, my huh? God, no. No, because you're trapped in the 80s. I'm not, not this game. This game is movies. Early 90s. Are you going to bark all day, little doggy? <laughs> Oh, or are you going to bite? Kim Santo got it right. When I'm right, I'm right. And when I'm wrong, I could have been right. So I'm still right because I could have been wrong. That is Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> oh, I only saw that once. See, this is a... I got it on Blu-ray. Or challenge. Really? I would like to talk to the board... I uh, yeah, not, I was in I was in Japan and the Navy in the in the really? early 90s. You're not kissing my ass. You're not kissing my ass. You know, kiss, you don't know the ass to kiss and the right way to kiss it. Even, you know what? Even if I kiss it, it's not going to be the right way. So no, it, I, it probably won't. Why <laughs> pucker the fuck up? Here you go. Let's redeem yourself. You'll know this movie. Holy hell, son. You're about as useful as a cock-flavored lollipop. <laughs> you're about as useful. Oh, well, that's got to be uh, so I married an axe murderer. No, you're about as, you're about as useful as a cock-flavored lollipop. Holy hell. 
Hell, son, you're about as useful as a cock-flavored lollipop. <laughs> it's Rip Torn delivering the line, and you hear a bunch of... Um, a, bu- a bunch of noises. Rip Torn was Men in Black, but that's not Men in Black. Holy hell, son, you're about as useful as a cock-flavored lollipop. You hear a bunch of... Uh, a basketball movie? It's close. There are balls in the movie. He blows a whistle. He blows a whistle. All right, I'm on my phone. Google. Rip. Are you Googling it? Are you really? Are you Shazamming this motherfucker? Dude, I'm about to. Seriously. Really? <laughs> Dude, I was in Japan. Paul got it right. It is dodgeball. So you get this, Tracy Jane. <laughs> oh, so I do good. get that yes. so much in life. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the last one. Redeem yourself. Hey, Frank. You a piece of shit. Nah, Tony, what are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about, you fucking cockroach. Come on, you got that one. That is a piece well, of cake. of course it's Scarface. Scarface! They used to have Scarface posters in the, in, the, in the back room with fake palm trees. Yeah. <laughs> Scarface. That's romantic. All right, here's what we're going to do. I am going to take our third and final break. When we come back, I we're going to... I feel gonna... like I should get some bonus points because I mentioned I, I dropped uh, Angel Salazar earlier. What? <laughs> yeah, a lot, of, a lot of people dropped Angel Salazar. <laughs> When we come back from break, uh, we'll get in, and before we come back from the final break, you're going to get a, a a very funny clip of Tracy Dane doing some stand-up in our last segment with Tracy Jane, uh, phenomenal comic of the New York area. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. We'll be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem, Mass. in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or coworkers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. People give me shit up there in New York, you know. Like, I'm like, especially Giants fans, I go, really? You spent all that money on Eli? He's not even the best quarterback in his family. He's like third or fourth. Maybe behind his mom. <laughs> and people from Boston, my Boston buddies are even worse. I'm like, really? Your quarterback has bleached teeth in an Abercrombie and Fitch modeling contract. You know what we do in Pittsburgh? We rape. Oh, we met Rikersberger. It's okay. He's legit now. He got married. He took a girl in the bathroom and forced a ring on her and some shit. <laughs> like an off-duty cop wingman bodyguard. What he needs is like a big Hillary Clinton bulldike babysitter. Like, yeah, like a big black girl who just follow him around and go, put your penis back in your pants, Ben. Put your penis back in your pants and get your ass back on the field. Put your penis back in your pants, Ben. <laughs> Tell me about 
the rabbits, George. <laughs>
Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. So there's two go that go half and half on uh, on either way and kind of flip flop. Um, my best gig I was so fired up for it was Count Basie Theater. 1,600 people nice. opening for Artie Lang. That was my best gig. I was so excited. I couldn't see straight. Um, I still have a photo from of the whole, you know, theater. It, it sound check. It's like an inspirational photo to me. And I got out on that stage and I ate shit. Ah. Here's, here's <laughs> why. Here's the big thing. That, okay, so it was all Jersey Sure, oh. drunken idiots in August, and this is before the Jersey Shore show mm. came out. Oh my so God. I had no idea what, like, you know, I'm just like dumb Midwest girl, and like, you know, started comedy in Houston. I had never been to the Jersey Shore. Huh. I didn't know what that was all about. Oh, I learned the hard way. And then when when the Jersey Shore came out, I was like, oh, it all makes sense now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It all makes sense. So that was my best, the best worst show and worst experience. Mm -hmm. And then one of my worst gigs was one of my best experiences, where I um I was still pretty new, and I did in Du Bois, Pennsylvania, a Sunday afternoon show at a biker bar, what? and it was fantastic and one of the most fun shows i've ever done now wait a minute let me it, let me stop you for a second you just described the worst possible denominator on every level and it wasn't a yeah, shit show exactly worst hell gig i could possibly imagine <laughs> sunday afternoon biker bar, middle of nowhere pennsylvania <laughs> and it was so much fun it was and you got there and there was even more red flags like there was a sign behind the bar that said we will not serve you more than two drinks if your child is with you <laughs> it was that kind of place <laughs> and they uh the mc got up on this, like up on the mic and he was like hey we're about to uh start the show show soon and the bartender yelled hold up linda's coming so we had to stop the show for linda you know, yeah, hold it up because linda was coming and then uh and then in that pause they said hey do you want us to bring out the stage he said yeah bring out the stage which was a couple of two by fours and like you know probably a two by two square of mm -hmm. plywood yeah and a little swatch of astroturf with a hole in it like it would have been like a <laughs> tiny little putting green for a putting contest for drunks <laughs> maybe to win Woo! five free beers um <laughs> yeah yay <laughs> you win um so uh and that was what i stood on and that was one of the most fun shows i've ever done so you know you get the back and forth and the flip that is funny that is so fucking funny. That's like the worst story. I'm like, I can't even. I mean, I played Laconia, New Hampshire during bike week, and it was an old bowling alley that turned into a bar. Like, you can, like, you'd walk into the place and you'd walk across the old lanes. Like, they didn't even bother to change them. They left all the wood in, and all they did was pull out the gutters, and they just, they just refinished the gutters. It was like the shittiest show ever. And. It was just, you know, motorcycles stacked up front and just everybody in leather and just, and I think, oh my God, it was in the summer, but that, I don't know why you weren't killed. <laughs> I just don't understand. I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. 
I do remember that, like, I had a joke at the time saying something about Jägermeister, and they sent me so much Jägermeister that I know that on the way driving out of there, we stopped to see Puxatawney Phil, (laughs) and that's all I remember about the rest of the evening from when I got off stage. Oh, my God. That was that was a damn fun game. That's a great story. <laughs> so, Tracy Jane, what do you got coming up now? What do you got coming over the next couple of weeks? I know you're still kind of training to be the dancer, and you're you know you're still doing the comedy thing, and you're doing on the weekends. You're doing road work. You're trying to do a lot of the rooms in uh, in New York. Tell it. What do you got coming up over the next couple uh, of weeks? I, I have one gig right around the corner. That's also actually a really fun gig. Um, it's on the 27th. It's in Sea Caucus. So if you're in the New York, New Jersey area, um, it's actually a very fun show. Um, but you have to keep this secret. Oh, you get to be special. I'll give you a secret. Ba-na-na-na. Um, I, uh, uh, they do a comedy smackdown and they, it's such a fantastic show. They like play the national anthem. They have a ref, they have a bell, they have a ding. Really? It's, it's great. And, um, they have a bunch of comics get up and they go for the belt and I am the ring card girl. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I've seen that promo. Yeah. I've seen and, that. Uh, I actually, uh, I'm the ring card girl, and the last time I did the show, at one point, I dropped the cards, and I just went right into a set, so we'll see. I'll probably be doing that again this time. You have one job. You have one job to do. (laughs) And I got to ruin it by using my filthy, filthy mouth. (laughs) You can't just stand there and hold the card. Yeah, can't do it. But yeah, I've seen uh, I've seen the uh, the slam with that, and you'll actually get to tell jokes. Not just you you actually do the ring, uh, the card thing, and you tell jokes. Is that correct? Yeah. All right. Well, that's yeah, gonna about, be good. About a little over halfway through the show, I actually bust out into a set, and it's um it's actually a really, and you can find that on my uh, on my Facebook and both the personal and uh, fan pages. But you gotta, like I said, if you're on my personal page, you gotta like my fan page quick because I'm shutting that down. Cause yeah. I got me some stalkers. But I'm yeah, back. the uh, the, shut it down. the link I sent the Tracy MF Jane is your comedy page, not your personal page. Yeah. Okay. There that we go. Sorry. Yeah, I don't want to. I didn't want to put out your personal page. That's you know you got enough problems. <laughs> <laughs> but Tracy Jane, thank you so much for being. More problems. <laughs> you got ninety nine problems, and you won't be one, right? Totally the opposite of Biggie. <laughs> but darling, it's so good hearing from you. And I'm, I, I know things are uh, things are a little tough in NYC, but you're such a such a funny person that you, it's just going to come up. It's always going to come up, and you always do a great job. Uh, and it's great talking. It's great having you on and reminisce and and all. And I that. appreciate your lies. Thanks no. for having me. You know, Thank I don't you. I don't lie. I'm probably one of the most honest comedians in the fucking business. I'll tell you exactly what I think all the time with no hesitation. <laughs> so I don't lie. I don't have time to lie. But uh, I'll tell you what, Tracy, and here's what I want to do. I'm actually going to let you go. I'm going to wrap up the show, and then I'll call you back, and I'd love to have you cut a couple promos for me uh, when we got that. So let me let me wrap up the show. Let me hang up with you, and then I'll call you back after I'm all done wrapped in the show. How's that sound? Okay, talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. Right. Thanks for embarrassing me at that movie trivia. That uh, really helped my ego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, 
That was Tracy Jane. Thank you, bud. I'll call you back. Bye-bye. That was Tracy Jane with Eye of the Tiger. Oh, no, that's that was the how we did that, but it's more appropriate to play this. All right, I told you I can't watch that video no more. Anyway, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, by the old clock in a wall, and I'm looking at emails, and we have no emails, which is great because I had a long day, and I have not eaten, and I got to get something to drink, and it's probably not going to be alcoholic. But I thank you guys sticking around. Uh, it's been uh, it's fantastic to have you. I've got a lot of things coming up. Tomorrow night, this is a big thing. I will be doing a benefit or fundraiser for the Friends of the Council on Aging. That's a long, that's a lot of prepositions in there. But for the Friends of the Council on Aging, it's called the Nifty's 50s Four Star Bash at Jerry Five uh, VFA in Marblehead, Mass. I'll be doing that tomorrow night. Look at very forward, uh, very much forward to doing that. Um, also, Friday night, this was a last minute change, but I'm very happy with the change. I'll be at the Gold Room in Portland, Maine. If you're in the neighborhood and you'd like to come up and visit me, uh, and Saturday night, I'm doing a I'm doing the opening act for comedy hypnotist Steve Coppola at the PBD. I'm sorry, the Pembroke Academy School in Pembroke, New Hampshire. And then Saturday, again Saturday, I'll be at the Alpine Club doing a fundraiser in Manchester, New Hampshire. If you want to be a guest or a sponsor, email me at radioerregardless at gmail, 978-219-9294. Guys, thank you so much. Next week, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This has been radio. Wait a minute. Big news. Wait a minute. Next week. This is what I almost forgot. Next week, we are going to be doing... For the very second time, a live remote again from the Chameleon Club at Cara's Irish Pub in Dover, New Hampshire. If you're in that area, you want to come up, you want to be live on the show, that's fantastic. Um, but I've only done one other remote, and it was at the Chameleon Club, and I had a ball up there. And I'm looking forward to next week's live broadcast at the Chameleon Club. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Radio Aragalis. We'll see you next week. This has been Radio Irregardless, hosted by Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoy. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live from Salem, Massachusetts via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests, courtesy of Skype, and all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme music, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises and copyrighted 2014. Thank you for listening. And finally, anyone who uses the terms irregardless, a whole nother, or all of the sudden shall be sent to a work camp.